0: You're listening to The Marginally Geeky Show, the Epically Geeky Book Club.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Marginally Geeky, uh, episode 29. This is The Authorities by Scott Meyer. Now, listen, we are changing things up a little bit.
2: Whose voice is this?
1: Usually, (laughs) you are listening to Eugene Stevens. Tonight... I am hosting. My name is Ray Andrew, Uh, and I've taken over the show because this month uh, I thought I'd uh, give Eugene a little bit of a break because he decided to do the floors in his house. So uh... (laughs) (laughs) thank Uh, you so much.
2: (laughs) He also can't breathe right now, so
1: (laughs) no, that's okay. So, yes, uh, welcome, uh, Eugene. Uh, So along with me tonight, I have Eugene Stevens. I also have Sean McLaren i have jen parker and no uh,
0: not jen parker show, jen not
1: jen, Park, Hetzel. Jen, Hetzel. Oh, know jen parker we know a jen parker oh uh, i'm so sorry jen. <laughs> uh, See, and I... it's begun.
2: how long have we oh. known each other you know it's fine it's fine
1: no i you, you know what you actually <laughs> looks like, <laughs> like jen parker too anyway yeah <laughs> so uh <laughs> you, you anyway and then i have my lovely wife chris so, as well so
3: we are uh welcome everybody how's everybody doing
2: good Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, I'm I'm exhausted. I'm still trying to recoup from doing floors and I've got this cough I can't seem to get rid of and it just sucks. So if I drop out or just kind of start talking and then trail off I'll be back. Just give me a second.
2: (laughs) He's got the black lung. (laughs) Pretty
3: much.
1: (laughs) If I actually start doing that I will cough myself. So that's not good. Um yeah. So, uh, we're, we're changing things up a little bit this time around. Um, I asked, uh, Eugene, if I could uh, take this episode cause I, I, am excited for this, uh, this book in this series and, and particularly because it's uh, a Scott Meyer book mixed with Luke Daniels who narrates it on, or sorry, performs it on uh, Audible. And, uh, I really love those two together. Um, they, Luke creates the characters that uh, I love listening to. Um, so, with that, I've I've sent out some questions to the group, but I'm going to go over a little bit of a synopsis of the the story first. If you're listening to this, you've probably already listened to the book, and uh, you know we'd love some comments in the in the section below or send some emails to us. Whatever you need to do uh, to send us your thoughts on on how this, uh, what your uh, the questions that we ask. So,
4: I'm nuts. You haven't said what the book is
1: i did i said you it was did. the authorities 40s. episode 29 the authorities by luke daniels
4: by scott by, Myers. sorry
1: scott myers performed by luke daniels anyway see i'm you gonna screw up lots <laughs>
3: they're I'll... just feeding on you dude
1: oh yeah i know and i can't wait till it's their turn <laughs> all right so a uh, little synopsis so we have sinclair rutherford is a young seattle cop with a taste for the finer things Doing menial tasks and getting hassled by superiors, he doesn't. Res- uh, he doesn't respect. Definitely not uh, part of the finer things. Good police work and bad luck lead him to uh, crack a case that changes quickly from the career-making uh, break into a high-profile humiliation when footage of his pursuit of the suspect, wildly inappropriate murder weapon in hand becomes an internet sensation. But the very publicity that has made Rutherford a Rutherford, uh, laughingstock in the de, uh, department lands him... Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm trying not to cough myself. Uh, lands him what could be the job opportunity of a lifetime, the chance to work uh, with a team of eccentric experts uh, to at the direction of a demanding but uh, distracted billionaire together they must solve the murder of a psychologist who specialized in the treatment of patients who give people the creeps there is no shortage of suspects so this should be uh this was a fun one Um,
3: real quick did you write that synopsis or did you get that from somewhere I did not. I did get that from somewhere. and I I was going to say, you did a really good job with that synopsis.
4: (laughs) Word for word on Audible.
1: (laughs) Yes, it was. Excellent. (laughs) And you know what? Uh, They did such a good job of synopsis on that one. I had to read that one because I don't want to give away a lot of it, uh, especially that opening. It's such a... Such a hilarious thing. That being said, if you are here, you know exactly what the murder weapon is and how hilarious it was. And you can picture it all. And we'll get so into are it. not
3: going to talk about what it was? Or... Oh, yeah, we'll get into it. I'm sure. I was going to say, okay, here's the thing. So, I read this book first, and we had already started reading some of Scott Meyer's other books. Yep. And I was like, hey, he's got this other book. It's a different series. I think y'all would enjoy it. But I know you listen in the car with the kids. <laughs> here's the
1: th- thing yes
3: so.
1: <laughs> yes the murder weapon is a sex object and uh yeah it was <laughs> and
2: it as soon as i heard this i instantly knew why you guys love this book so much <laughs> the scene i was like yep this makes so much sense why they kept going on about this book
1: <laughs> it's a great opening like how do you beat that opening so um i wanted to uh, ask you a couple questions before we actually get started uh, some things that i didn't actually send you uh, I wanted to, first of all, know how, what you guys thought, how original and unique was this book to you guys? Like, <clears throat> how, how original was it to you? Like, was there, did you think it was kind of redone? Was it rehashed?
3: I mean, it, it takes the idea of, it, I mean, it takes a little bit of the idea of, you know, uh, ordinary cop, um, you know, gets tasked onto, you know, a super cop cop team as it were or whatever. But most of the time that's done, like the, the humor there is just him, you know, fish out of water story, trying to fit in. Everyone's a badass. And that's not the case with this team. Like everybody is very proficient in what they do, but they're by no means badasses. Like they're just, they're, they're Whoa. goofballs. And the I Dutch love The guy's kind that. of a badass. Okay. Yes. Max <laughs> is a badass, Max. but he's still a goofball. <laughs> and the humor in this book is one of the one of my favorite things about this book is it d- never takes itself seriously. It's his writing is just really well uh, done for this type of series. He's just, he's got this type of humor down and um, yeah, like I said, it's, it is kind of a fish out of water s- story, but it's also um, the water is not calm. Like it, like I said, it's not, <laughs> it's not like he's walking in and everyone's like, you know, you know, get, get, you know, get your stuff together, kid. You know, you're, you know, you're playing in the big leagues now. It's like, yeah, we're still figuring this stuff out ourselves. So, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I think like it that.
2: showed his uh Scott Myers' sense of humor really well. He has a very distinct like way of honing in on personalities and situations that, you know, I, I don't really see that often in other stories. So, um it, like like Eugene said the the setup was kind of something you hear a lot, but the way that he handles it and the way he breaks down on the characters, was unique, and um, mm-hmm. some of the things like he did this in the Magic 2.0 series, where he would take a perfectly benign scene, but I would be cracking up at it because of the nuance he put into it, or just like the banter between the characters back and forth,
3: because you can like
2: see it happening, you know.
3: I'm guessing <laughs> like, the uh, the scene when they're at uh, he first gets into the job, and they're at the psychiatrist office and he's talking to the designer that's Mm -hmm. kind (laughs) of that isn't that i love that part that's perfect what you're describing that's what i thought of it's it's it is just a normal conversation it's nothing it's nothing fantastic but the way that it's set up and the
0: way that it plays out is hilarious so Yeah. yeah he's really good at the straight man humor oh yeah really really good at that yeah
1: okay so what about the pacing of the book? Did you find it too fast, too slow? Was it just well, right? I thought it was
0: great. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah I thought
0: it was just right.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't... It does get into it right away, right? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it hits yeah. the ground running, which I, I prefer. Um, and then you, you meet a lot of the good, like, the characters right away as well, which I... But there's still a mystery behind it, too, when they first meet everybody, which is what right. I love. So. All right, well, <clears throat> let's get into the questions that I actually sent you guys so uh the first question i did ask everybody was uh what did you like best about the book so uh sean let's let's start with you bud
4: um i like the team dynamic that he created in the book uh everyone there had like an integral role in that team there wasn't there wasn't any characters or anything created for like superfluous stories like no extra nipples in this book (laughs) everyone was there and meant to be there (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like that. But I think that also helped the pace of the book, too. It kept the book pace right on track, the storyline right on track. He didn't go off a side alley or anything like that. But it probably was one of the reasons the book itself wasn't that long. Um, I listened to it on Audible as well. Seemed to, like, straight track, kept on that story, and didn't wiggle at all, which... Kind of refreshing. Like the some of the books I'm reading right now, it's like, oh crap, like pay off the main storyline, and how are you gonna get back on here? This was a nice I agree with that. Um exactly for that. <laughs> as Eugene so have coughs, as I
3: cough. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, like I said, the humor in this book is just I adore it. I love his writing. Um, All of these characters. Um, I mean, I said the humor, but maybe some of the char- the characters, there are characters in here and we'll talk about the characters a little bit, but um, I, I like all of these characters, like e- even with their flaws, I'm just like, I would love to work with these people. This would be fantastic. I think it's the flaws that make them though, right? Like, yes, absolutely.
1: <clears throat> so, it, so Eugene, you might as well be, so that is your favorite part of the book that is the characters and. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Do you want to go now? Sure. Uh, (laughs) i like, well, a lot of what Sean and Eugene said, I like um, the dynamics between all the characters. Um, I liked that It was, it's a crime book without it being dark and deep and depressing and unnecessarily violent and like really sinister. It's kind of like Brooklyn 911 that way where it takes, you know, serious things, but it, it kind of, it makes them funnier. <laughs> so for me, that was more entertaining, um, and I really liked the main character. I don't normally like the main character of books that I read. I find I get um, bored with them, but I I really liked Rutherford, really did. I did too. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was cool. Sinclair. Yeah, Sinclair. Yeah, Sinclair. Sorry. Sinclair. I thought for the long time it was Saint Clair. I'm like,
3: <laughs>
1: and
3: then
1: yeah, Sinclair. Saint Clair. I thought yeah. it was Saint Clair. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Jen?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna kind of stick with everyone else and say the characters kind of made it for me. Um, but also, since I listened, I liked the narration. Luke Daniels is a great, uh, you know, orator, and and his, his the way that he brings each character to life, you know, makes it even more entertaining and enjoyable for me. Um, and I also kind of liked hearing characters from the other series come out like the voices come yeah. out so.
1: especially at the opening scene right Like it's oh gosh Miller Murphy <laughs> those guys
2: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah Right on. Yeah, uh, I'm with you guys. Uh, Characters was definitely one of the things that uh, that I really enjoyed. Um, The other part that I wrote down was uh, was world building, and and what I meant by that was he describes. And we talked about him. uh, We we talked about it when we when we had um, Scott on. Uh, He lived in Seattle, so when he describes it, obviously you feel like you actually know what he's talking about. And so I can't even imagine if he was, if, if I were to go to Seattle, I would I'd actually know what he's talking about just based on the descriptions of the books and, uh, and how he lays the entire scene out for you without going into so much depth that you're bored with it. Right. Like he explained the layout of the city and how it happened, which I really, I like that part. So um, yeah, it was, that was kind of cool. Does anybody else have anything else to say about that?
3: Not without trading on some of the other questions,
1: yeah. yeah. I, I think we've uh, we've had everything there, so uh, moving on to the second, second question then, uh, what did you like the least about this book? Uh, Sean, we'll start with you again.
4: Um, it's <laughs> it's kind of funny because Jennifer, one of her favorite things was the narration, <laughs> and I found it a distraction after Magic 2.0, <laughs> um, just because. Like, and it's been like a year or so since I listened to Magic 2.0, but those characters are so ingrained in my head that mm-hmm. to hear those characters slightly disguised in this series, I did find it a bit of a distraction. Uh, I no of the story or anything like that. And even the narration, if I hadn't heard 2.0, the narration was perfect. But I, I think the voices from 2.0 and i was like ah <laughs> oh, this is this is a little distracting um so That's much true. so that i actually That's went true. on youtube but uh to look at what what's his name jeff or whatever daniels. Dude, <inaudible> yeah. luke, luke, luke daniels
0: daniels.
4: Yeah. Luke daniels and yeah, you should never do that either because he wasn't didn't look anything like what. Yeah, no, he
0: doesn't. Um,
1: no, he looks nothing <laughs> no. like you. would Picture him. Totally
4: <laughs> blew my mind. Screwed me right up. I had to go drink for two days. It was horrible. Uh,
1: that was yeah. just your excuse. But anyway, listen.
4: <laughs> but uh, yeah, for critiquing the story, that was the only thing. And like I said, it, it was nothing with the story. Nothing with any of the written material. And if I hadn't heard 2.0 it would have been spot on. But yeah, it just kept leaking into other stories. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, then don't bother listening to uh, Master of Authority or uh, yeah, Masters of uh, Formality, Formality, which yep. is uh, another series he's done because Luke Daniels does that one as well, and you will hear the voices pop up in there as well, and you're just yeah. like, "That's
0: Martin. Why is Martin talking?"
4: <laughs> well, that was the big one. Like Scott really needs like his stories are great, but he should vary his narrators a little bit. He
0: doesn't. He doesn't get a choice. No. Yeah, he doesn't get to pick.
4: No the
0: yeah. yeah audible does that yeah, yeah. Then
4: audible should vary
0: it. yeah and audible <laughs> should do that yes
3: <laughs> yeah
1: well eugene did you want to add anything to that one
3: um the only thing i could add would be um maybe too short i just i wanted more of it that's that'd be my only criticism um i love this world that he's created i love the characters that are in it um, I just want more. And that's why when we did interviewing my I asked him, Are we getting another authorities book? As much as I want to finish the Magic 2.0 series, I would not have been heartbroken if he said, Well, my next one's gonna be the authorities too. And I would have been like, Okay, cool, I'm mm-hmm. I'm all right. So yeah. That's yeah. it. That's all I have to add on that. <laughs> yeah, right on, right on. Chris. Uh
0: so I just saw I peeked at your notes.
3: Yes.
1: Like, um, I forgot.
0: So we he tried getting me to listen to this last year um and i had to stop like at chapter eight i think i couldn't I listen think, to it anymore you
1: didn't get that far i think no. it was chapter two or three
0: no i got a little bit farther than that <laughs> anyways <laughs> not the point point is, is i couldn't listen anymore because i didn't like it i was like this book sucks and i think it was because we were listening to all of the magic 2.0 <laughs> stuff then and i was looking for uh a paranormal supernatural sci-fi angle i was like trying to find it too much because i'm like this a scott meyer book he writes about wizards so obviously sloan is an alien so where is it happening <laughs> and uh so, that, is an alien. so now that we've listened to it i actually like it better than uh magic 2.0. um the only part i don't like about the book i really don't like those two cops at the beginning like they're just dicks i really did not like that i did not like that part i think it's because i like rutherford so much but that part i was i just think like, they're just being mean now you
1: heard that your dad's a cop as my well, dad's so a you cop you don't and... like it when cops are misrepresented and... mm. no just mistreated i thought it <laughs> yes. was
0: unnecessary anyway <laughs> yes
3: yeah so <Stoke> controls <laughs> that's what their names were yes yes right.
2: um yeah my least favorite part was probably cap like i wasn't a fan of his personality the way that he was just so pushy and took liberties with people's lives and just assumed that they were gonna turn over their lives to him and they did and um you know i'm a very big proponent of privacy and like free time and making your own choices and every time he would speak i just got like triggered because i was like don't sign that contract without reading it are you stupid and then sure enough like you know
0: yeah um, yeah
2: yeah, and i and then you know people just kept doing what he said and trying to please him and i'm like fuck that guy like i don't care how much money he has you know i don't want to cater to him just because he's an eccentric millionaire anyway so he was my least favorite part
1: that's fair. And you know what, I, uh, there are certain parts of Cap that I really don't like. Uh, but that being said, I think that's intentional so that you never know where you stand with him. Like, he yeah. he will, he likes you, and you know what, uh, you, he'll like you, but if, if you wrong him, he'll cut you and you're gone. And Yeah, it's conditional.
3: <laughs> yes. Well, he says, you know, during that interview part, he's like you know, his, he, you know, his face drains and he's like, you know, I I couldn't imagine what a a smile coming from cap would look like, even though I've been looking at it for the last 10 minutes. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm interested to see uh, one of the future questions that we get into who everybody casts. So, uh, that's, that's going to be a fun part. So, uh, For me, about uh, this particular book, I, I was with Chris, and uh, when I first listened to it, I was looking for that sci-fi angle of, oh, you know, this this could be really cool. Slums and aliens. Okay, that's got to be a t-shirt now. Ninja. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought, you know, okay, with her being a ninja, okay, there's like some sort of backstory with this, and, you know, we do find her backstory, and, and we do... Uh, you, you, we might as well touch on that one. What did you What did you think of that? Um, when What did you think of that scene when Rutherford uh, sees her for the
3: first time? Um, not the first time without her helmet on, I guess. I
0: thought it was perfect.
3: When When he When Flashback she kind of pulls scene. back the she kind of pulls down the thing and scratches, and he's like, "Oh, she there's like she's been severely no dead. with her the, helmet, with the helmet off. comes off. Oh, the part where she okay. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
3: I like It that. was graphic but it wasn't, it was just yeah. enough to be like, okay, I, I, I understand yeah. now.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Really well done.
4: Like the flash forward to yeah. use yeah. that as a description mm-hmm. Pull back. Cause in that moment, he just handed her the helmet and that was it. Yeah. yeah he, he handed her the helmet it, he and got at each other and that's it. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And and so just uh, to, to kind of circle back on that one, I liked how, um, um max you know here's the file and uh here's my here's the picture of Sloan mm-hmm. and if you ever ask for the helmet off again i, guess,
3: for, I <laughs> guess asking for a picture of one of my female friends naked there yes. will be problems and i was yes. like that is beautifully put this yeah. is the, this so is like, what she portrays to the world this is this is her this is my yeah. friend megan Sloan yeah yeah i and thought I, that was very well done
0: yeah, I really like. it. I him. thought
3: it was brilliant. He, yeah, so, it, right was, on.
2: it was nice. Right. Yeah, I so thought initially when they started... Sorry, I was going to say, initially when they started giving her info out, I was like, this isn't cool. They're just like sharing her personal information without her knowing. And then when yeah. he said she asked him to, I was like, okay, that that's better. That but sense. like, first I was like, hmm, yeah. this is kind of funny. And then when he like, he just had this weird obsession with her, you know, until he found out and I was like, dude, like, why are you, why can't so, you let this go?
1: Well, and, and it, I, I will say, <clears throat> so growing up with my dad as a cop, I, I kind of have a detective mind and I, I love mysteries. And I want to get to the bottom of them. So not seeing her face is kind of a mystery. And so I I get the understanding and, and Max even admits it too. If he was in his position, he probably would have asked as well. Right. So, um, but they respectfully ended it and said don't do it again and and i do like that and Mm -hmm. and you know what rutherford to his credit uh he he leaves it alone yeah and and after that moment he doesn't obsess over it ever again or anything like that so that was kind of interesting okay any other next question all right so we'll move on the next question so uh the question number three i had was
3: uh what other books did you this remind you of um Nothing that I've read, I'll be honest with you. This this is straight a like I said, a a fish out of water slash, you know, joining a super team comedy action movie to me. Um I haven't read any of the books like this and I get it may be one of those reasons that I love it so much.
4: Yeah. I uh yeah, I don't read too many detective crime novels either. Like the closest thing I had was like the Vinci Code or sherlock holmes (laughs) yeah yeah they're a little off the mark just a little
2: yeah i don't i don't read many of these this genre so i'm kind of with
0: them i don't really know i had um and the only reason i put this was hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy because of the motley crew that gets put together i could see that yeah yeah just all these unlikely, out of the water. Yeah, yeah, unlikely yeah. characters being sort of put together um that was the only one other than that i haven't yet i haven't read anything quite like this
1: so yeah and i'm with you guys i was i was struggling really hard to fi- find something that i i've read in the past uh that that reminded me of this one uh so would you consider this style again um Maybe not by Luke Daniels.
3: Is there another book that maybe, Scott Myers. or sorry, Scott Myers? Oh my god, I was actually <laughs> thinking that just now. I was like, I what this would this be comedy mystery or because I, I guess I need to look it up. Because yeah, I would look into something else like this. I have a bad feeling if it's not really good, I'll be <laughs> disappointed.
0: Yeah,
4: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I've read a lot of like comedy books and like like troops and groups and all that, but nothing. With like the detective and mystery, with it, the closest I could think of, like, for like a motley kind of crew, would be like Red Dwarf. Um, just that group dynamic, it's kind of similar, but there's no real mystery or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Which keeps the story going too.
3: For some reason, I thought you were gonna say Scooby Doo. I don't know why.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna leave that for you. You're the Scooby Doo. Okay. <laughs>
2: Okay, so I can't think of any books, but, like, movies. Yeah. Something like The Other Guys, or... Yeah. um, That reminds me of this, you know, where they're both, like, well, at least one of them's a bumbling idiot, and one of them's, like, (laughs) angry at him all the time. And, yeah, so something like that. Or what's the other one that came out the same time with, like, Tracy Morgan and
1: Bruce Willis? Oh, God, that was horrible.
2: Yeah, but, you know, like, it's a similar (laughs) setup where it's, like, a mismatched partner and yeah it's a comedy but they're also doing a serious job and anyways.
1: Yeah. I, I like that. All right. Uh so which which characters in the book uh, did you like the best then?
0: Ooh,
3: ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um mm. I'll be honest with you. I loved I loved all the characters, but mm-hmm. Megan Sloane. Um we had this conversation we've had this conversation before about some of the other some of Scott Myers' other books. Um, wondering specifically about how he writes women,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and because uh, some of them tend to come off kind of pushy, some of them tend to come off, uh, oh, well, kind of pushy. Yeah, um, Megan That's Sloan is one of my favorite characters. Her dry wit and the fact she's just firing stuff off left and right. I'm like, oh my god, I want to be her when I grow up. Like <laughs> th- that <Same>. part where. <laughs> Yes. That part where he's, she's like, you know, he's asking, you know, well, I couldn't hear what was going on yesterday, and y'all were laughing, and she's like, because I was making fun of you, and he's like, well, I'm sure they weren't all about me, and she lists them off. No, you said this, and then I said this, and then you said this, and I said this, and yeah. we're just like, this is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the whole laughing. thing. And- <laughs> laughing. Yeah, and I almost did that to you yesterday or the other day in the meeting, Jennifer. Something happened. I was going to go <laughs> laughing and just see if you caught.
2: People would have been like, what the hell? <laughs> what
3: oh, my God. I love. Yeah, I love Megan Sloan. I I, I love the way uh, just the humor for her. Uh, you know, the, the backstory that's come mm-hmm. up with her and like and, and like Max says, he's like, you know, she gets up every day and she shows that she's stronger than all of us. And. But I mean, I, Max is just—I don't want to talk about all the characters because I know y'all want to talk about characters too. Um, I'll leave it at that. I'll just—I'm just gonna leave it at Megan, and then I'll just chime in as I bring up the characters.
1: <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> Sean, you might as well go next.
4: Um, yeah, like I—I I loved all the characters. They all had really great points. I think I liked Rutherford probably the most. Just and using that fish out of water kind of thing. But the things you gotta realize is Rutherford is the most normal of the whole group. Mm -hmm. It's everything else around him that is out of whack and all that, he's kind of the the staple for the whole thing. And I just, there, there were points where in the story like he's getting beat up by a cap or something like he's accepting a lot of stuff. And I'm like, there's no freaking way that anyone would take that shit. But there he was. And you had the internal monologue in his head explaining why. And like, I just wanted to bitch slap him. Mm-hmm. But still, <laughs> even with all that, I, I really enjoyed his character. Um, I did too. Just helped that he was a main character. But it was, I, I, out of all the characters, I, I'm going to put him on the top of the list. Jennifer?
2: I'm going to go with Sloane. I mean, she, she says... She, she's saying things that like i would have been thinking or wishing that i could have come up with that fast
3: and the fact that she can say it to just the group is so yes so i'm just like oh god i want that i want to be able to do that
2: and i loved the the situations where they were questioning someone yes and Rutherford was replying to her but nobody could hear it so They thought, yeah, and it ended up fitting the situation.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so everyone thought, you know, or the person being questioned thought that they were talking to them. And yeah. Yeah. That's great.
1: <laughs> that guy gets it. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah.
0: God. Me? Yeah. I uh, have uh, Rutherford, Max, Sloan in that order. <laughs> That's all I got.
4: <laughs> okay,
3: Max. Let's talk a little bit about Max. Okay, the well, whole scene where he's te- teaching the little girl about oh, what Frozen Frozen's really means not. is fantastic.
0: The kids were in the car when we were listening to that, and Quinny was losing it. He's,
3: I bet he was.
0: Best thing ever. That was hilarious. His conspiracy theories. <laughs> it makes
1: no sense. I love them, but again, I love Sloane's explanation yes. for them. I do
3: too, and that's the thing. is it, It's just crazy enough, you're like, yeah it kind yeah. of makes sense if you make up enough bullshit no one will know if you do accidentally slip up
4: i've like, seen that in another story or another movie or something like that uh, i don't know if it was in red or something it's red. like that it's yeah John, i was it's just okay it's you're John right
0: Maltavich's character because yeah, he's so paranoid and bruce willis like you really yeah he's really that <laughs> paranoid and some of them it's justified
4: thank you chris because yeah. that was driving me nuts the last <laughs> story,
0: <dude. laughs> you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> So, also, the
3: way he takes down people, like you were talking yeah. about, how this is <laughs> so not polite. this is not this is not a violent Oopsie. book, and even the most violent parts of the book are not violent at all. And I love that. Like
0: Wait, that he deals is just... with that homeless man. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. Oh, sorry. Careful.
3: Yeah, careful, careful.
0: Now you're down on the ground. This <laughs> is so $50. happy about
1: <laughs> Well, and then yeah, here's your money. Oh, oh, you're gonna take the money from me. Oh, now you get to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs>
4: canadian ninjutsu yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what would happen
1: uh, and, what then, and then and then rather you know him describing it as um the, the first moment that you think you're being attacked is when you wake up in the hospital yeah <laughs> so, yeah i uh, personally um my first read through like my first listen through uh max was my favorite my second time through was Sloan, uh, just because i I really enjoyed that sort that story and and uh, and everything. Those two made the book for me. Rutherford was great and he's a great character for to tie everybody with, but those two are the ones that made it for me. so
2: yeah, I really like Max too. <clears throat>
3: um, I, I okay, so I mean, I love the fact that. Albert is, you know, wanting him to be his bond, and it it Mm -hmm. takes him a while to catch on. And then when he does, he's just delighted. But uh, Professor Sherwood, I love (laughs) Professor Sherwood. Just, you know, he gets a little peeved off, and he's just like, Are you allergic to bees? Yes, I am. (laughs) And he's all
1: disappointed. (laughs) I love what he's, yes, I am allergic to. He's all disappointed. He puts the thing back on. I just keep
2: picturing during those scenes, like, thinking in my head, how is this not going to get them sued? (laughs) They're spraying people down Mm -hmm. without consent. They're sticking bees on them. I'm like, this is so not, like, something that people could get away with, you know, in the actual world. They don't.
4: They get sued.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, Yeah. but... But that being said, wouldn't Cap want that? Wouldn't Cap want to have to pay somebody off to stay quiet? Exactly. Because then you got the hint that something's going on, and they paid them off a lot of money to not say anything. So that's exactly what Cap would want.
3: Yeah. Yeah. When he talks about, you know, the the Seattle PD wants to work with him afterward to look about using bees for uh, riot (laughs) suppression – who is one of the characters goes that's horrifying and i'm like yeah it is horrifying (laughs) can you imagine walking out into a group of people and being like disperse or we were releasing bees everybody (laughs) would shut up and walk away yeah Yeah. (laughs) stop or we'll release the bees
1: (laughs) god i love that part in the book it's so fun all right um yeah. so i i'm gonna move on i i asked question five i kind of want to end with question five I, I that's the whole casting i think i want to end with that okay. one so uh we're gonna move on to question number six which is uh if you get the chance to <laughs> ask the author one question uh hopefully we get scott scott because i said scott I'm i just... know
0: i'm at. Hopefully we... at scott <laughs> yeah,
1: so come back on because we love this book. Uh yeah. I, I'd really like to chat with you about it. And maybe if there's a sequel you could announce it or something. Um, but anyway, so if you do have one question, what would it be? And Jen, I'm gonna start with you on this one.
2: I think I would just ask what made you think of using bees as a weapon? Because <laughs> the whole time I, I was like you guys, I was like, This is really weird, but it's ingenious. <laughs> and also how did you train them so well yeah. and how did yes. you know like so many questions but yeah this is one of those scott meyer things where you're like it's a genius idea but how did you come up with it and nobody else has before I like it.
3: yeah my question would be about research and the technology um because if you remember during our conversation he had, he didn't mention anything specifically about doing a second book but he did drop some knowledge on us about how Target has the was it like the world's best like
1: uh, investigative
3: team investigative te- you know private investigative team in the world, and we're like how would you know that and, and he didn't want to get away and it's of course research towards you know his books so yep. you know the, the the technology stuff all and all that's the funny thing is all the technology in the book is yes a little futuristic but not by much like it's not a super big stretch by any means, including the Stevenson steam auto. Like I'm like, okay, yeah. Instead of just going straight, electric why not make a freaking
0: steam powered car That's, that car sounded just scary like oh. it just had to
1: descale. About, oh, yeah. i wanted that van no i that van so bad
0: my favorite <laughs> scene was when vanessa was standing outside like yelling <laughs> at him and then the next part
1: get we, in the car
0: we were sitting in the get car conversation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank
1: you after the steam goes through now listen i don't know if anybody's heard steam being released like this it's, before oh i
3: have i've been around locomotives <laughs>
1: so uh locomotives <laughs> yeah locomotives mean nothing eh sean <laughs> three million horsepower going out that roof mm. <laughs> um yeah it's pretty crazy uh okay so uh yeah sean we'll go with you
4: um i would i would just do a general question uh what was the writing process for this particular book because i'm I don't know how these authors do they like start with the ending and work their way back or do they do like a framework of like the mystery and then just kind of fill stuff in as they go really curious about how he came up with this particular one especially like the ending like it wasn't a it wasn't a crazy mystery or anything like that um but i just i wanted to know what his thought processes were
1: for creating it I, 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 that's a great question. I do remember us asking something similar with Magic 2.0, and I don't know if uh, if you guys remember, but uh, he did say that he had a few specific scenes in his head, uh, mm-hmm. and, and he did say that about the authorities as well, uh, where he, he had a couple of scenes in his head that he'd really like to to get out, and then he kind of fit his story around it. Uh, but I'd love for him to explain that more with the authorities to to kind of flesh it out a little bit better. So, yeah. yourself.
0: No, oh, a sequel. That's it.
1: <laughs> That's She's the easy. best question. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. The most important one.
1: <laughs> well, so I'll tie into that one. My question for for Scott would have been, um, so because he lived in Seattle and because he uses knowledge so well of that city uh, in that book, where would he take the team next would be my question. Um, you know, obviously, he, he likes writing about cities or, or locations that he's visited and he knows well. So... Uh, I'd be curious as to where he would take the team
3: next. So,
0: by that logic. (laughs) By that
3: logic, I know he was in like Tucson, Arizona, or something like that. So I could see him taking him, taking him there. So, yeah, yeah,
0: that'd
3: be interesting. So, all right,
2: I'd love to see that van function in Tucson, Arizona heat. Oh
3: my God, yes,
2: (laughs) that'd be amazing.
3: Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> the humidity goes evaporate. up even more.
2: <laughs> just evaporate.
3: I was gonna say it wouldn't water. even blow anything out. It was you just hear a sound and you just be like, eh, "No different." Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, would it even work
1: then? I guess it would be. <laughs> um, all right. The next one we have is: Which character do you most relate to? I'm gonna start with you. Me. Yes. Oh,
0: so it's not really one character. It's more the dynamic between Vanessa and Rutherford as an older sister I feel like if I saw one of my siblings on YouTube it would be like What the actual fuck are you doing like it would be like I'd be on their butt I would show up knock on their door scare the crap out of them. It would be like what are you doing?
2: Would you use words or just exclamation points? No, I would
0: use words. It would punctuation. be punctuation Yeah, it wouldn't be punctuation. It would be actual. It would be a lot of swear words and if they didn't answer me it would be me driving to their place and like basically chewing them out.
1: But I'm glad you brought that up, Jen, because I loved that dynamic because you mm-hmm. could feel the sister brother relationship yeah. just through that moment yeah. alone. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was I, I really like that. Part. Yeah.
3: And that's a tiny that's all that's a tiny little nitpicky thing, but it adds so much to the yes. story. The fact that yeah. it's thought out that yeah, I can see a brother and sister just like that all we do is just like you know
0: well, yeah well me and my sister all we do is talk through gifts like we don't yes. really have actual conversations much see, exactly yes <clears throat> so i could see if i had seen because i'm the oldest of four if i had seen any of my baby sisters do crap like that it would be like just immediately on their ass about what That's the yeah, hell yeah, we're right. doing with their life yeah
1: especially <laughs> getting hit with a fist
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'd be like Sean, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what
3: downtown?
1: <laughs> downtown Port Elgin? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right, well, Sean. Sure, you know, <laughs> um, I really would relate most to Albert. Um, I grew up watching Bond movies. Uh, it was the only time I could like stay up past my bedtime with my dad because there was like a Bond movie on every week because there's so many of them. And it was always Q that I was looking forward to see. It wasn't Bond or anything like that. It was like, what does Q have this time? And yeah, for years, uh, I grew up like that. So I can really relate to that. Um, The crappy things that happened to Rutherford, though, I can relate to that stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Not the fist, but... uh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Eugene? Uh, as much as I love like Sloan and Max and stuff, I relate most to Rutherford just mainly because it's uh crap just keeps happening to him and he's he's trying to be a good guy about it mm-hmm. and the fact that um I just love the fact that he's being told no we need you to be a jerk and he's just like that's not my nature but oh okay I guess or whatever and it, he can't help it it seeps out and I relate to that because. Um, I'm not the most outgoing person. And so I will get in situations where I'll sit there and th- like, you know, I'll go to fix someone's computer and I'll sit there and think, "What? Well, maybe I should say something to them. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? <laughs> like, I, cause I'm perfectly fine. Just to come in, sit down, yourself. fix the computer. And I, I do. It's, I know it's weird, but whatever. So yeah. I understand that, you know, having to kind of coach
4: yourself on, but at least you're <laughs> conscious
2: about it and willing to engage. Cause some people would
4: just be like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, type guys talking. Just ignore them. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) So, but yeah, Rutherford, who I uh, relate to the most, but yeah.
1: So, and I'm with you there too, because uh, especially in some of my past um, uh, jobs, uh, I I worked for security uh, at uh, uh, the nuclear plant for a little while. And when I worked there, there were times where you'd have to act more like a jerk, uh, which was (laughs) not me. Um, I've actually had people come up to me afterwards and said, I didn't realize you were a nice guy because I had to just be stone faced for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and,
3: and, you know, you, it's a persona that I, it I don't wear it well. I don't like it. <laughs> well, I, I like our friend, Jennifer suffer from RBF and, <laughs> uh, you know, it's something that I have to work on. I have to think I'm just standing here. Maybe I should smile. I guess. Oh, don't do not do that. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> then it looks painful. You're yeah, yeah that's fault.
1: true. <laughs> right on. <clears throat> All right. Uh, the next one that I had here for us uh, was how well do you think the author built the world? And and we've kind of touched on that a few times. I, I was just curious if there's any specifics that uh, popped out in your head.
3: Uh, Eugene, we'll start with you on this one. Oh, uh, I mean, I've never been to that part of the country. But like you said, his description uh, just, you know, it comes to life. Like you're, you know, he talks about the fact that, um, you know, in most places in, in, in the country, you have to work to get plants to grow. And in Seattle, it's just the opposite. You have to work to keep them from overtaking everything. And Mm -hmm. I'm just, I can automatically picture that, but his whole description of, like you said, how the city was built and how traffic is constantly going everywhere. I can just, I can see that in my head. It's just, he did such a good job of, building out this this part of the country i've never actually been to uh i mean i've heard a lot about of course you know there are a lot of movies that are filmed and you know in that area so it was very easy to picture it from from his descriptions yeah jen
2: yeah i think he did a good job um you know living there helps and knowing the intricacies of the city and the history um but you know even the things that he doesn't directly interact with like the law enforcement world and all that I think he he did a decent job of setting it up and making it seem realistic even though some of the stuff they were doing was a little out there you know Mm -hmm. millionaire getting permission to you know interfere (laughs) with a perfectly good crime scene like come on (laughs) is that really happening yeah well
1: money (laughs) right uh Sean
4: um Yeah, I thought the world he built was great. Like, even the stuff that was, like, to me, the most far-fetched thing was, well, two things. One, the billionaire get permission to go screw around with active crime scenes. Yeah, that was, like, okay, I can set that aside. But even, like, his steam-powered vehicles, like, he based it off of a specific van, which I looked up so I could see it. And, like, he didn't trick it out or anything too much it actually like here's a van everything cool is inside of it so you didn't have to explain it or whatever so that helped build the world in my mind uh, i also looked up the gun
2: oh <laughs> a gun. yeah the gun
4: yeah that was actually a little harder to find though like i yeah. found one picture of it like oh i every...
1: found tons oh, what's it man,
4: called again Cosmic. yeah Something. but this i did count. find it but I was able to Google and like what I couldn't fill in with my head. I'm not used to these gun things. I don't. Know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that was a workout. monster, isn't it?
4: Yeah, but, um, it but I couldn't figure out. I was able to find. So I'm like, so the rest of the world, it was great. Yeah
0: i concur with everything everybody has said and yes that is what she said jen <laughs> yes <laughs>
2: oh and even creating sloan though like yeah you know yeah. adapted bodysuit helmet you know all that i mean that was pretty pretty
1: cool he well it, you know. so i and i'm i agree with everybody's points there uh and eugene you you'd mentioned something that uh that i actually wrote down for this part and that is I could see this being set within the next five years, right? I could see that yeah. the technology he's talking about is, is set within the next five years. That it would become um, more available in the way that he talks about. So uh, maybe the drones he
4: with freaking laser beams already have
2: them lasers on their head.
1: <laughs> and he just tosses them in the air, and they—I love bees that was with it. lasers. The bees yeah. with lasers. <laughs>
2: That's terrifying. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's something else that uh, that I thought was kind of funny, and it, it makes me think of you now, uh, Sean, uh, especially knowing that you relate to Albert, uh, I could see um, uh, Deb's uh, influence and in making sure that all of them were at the same pitch so that it wouldn't be so hard on your ears.
4: <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah, my wife teaches kinder music music lessons all the time here and all that, and she's constantly singing. I can so see her doing that like that maybe one be like having tunes and stuff
0: like yeah i could see that <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry i had to throw that one out there so <clears throat> that's awesome all right um so if uh if you were to write a fan fiction about this book uh what kind of story would you want to tell jen i i'm curious about this one for you so. <laughs>
2: um i would want to either do like adventures of the professor and the bees
0: because <laughs> i just
2: can't get off of this right
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> or just like some backstory for sloan like you know her years as a cop before would be kind of cool and yeah and kind of see her Maybe in action right. before she you know was injured
4: yeah
1: uh sean you going
4: um yeah i wrote i i thought of one, like mm-hmm. get cap caught up in like uh a massive accident that kills a whole bunch of people or like a terrorist attack or something like that and then have the team have to clear them without the ability to like cut through the legal tape and all that but thinking about it that something like that is almost too serious for that group Mm -hmm. just i'm thinking the last five minutes i'm like man this attack would not be something along this lines I think it was too serious like maybe an accident that gets blamed on cap or his company or something like that but mm-hmm. it takes him out of the play and then they have to clear him and then you have the real question do we want to clear his freaking rich ass but mm-hmm. I, I need to tone it down because the stuff I'm thinking of is a little bit more serious than what he's just could be <laughs> But that can be okay for. It's him. hard to find humor in a terrorist attack. Yes. like so, any joke you make, a little bit it's yeah. overshadowed. <laughs> so I, I don't think I thought that one through.
1: Well, maybe uh, maybe the steam drive uh, gets uh, put out there, and uh, one block does all uh, the um, the catalyst too many times. Like so, too many cars do the catalyst all at once, and it causes some sort of. <laughs>
4: in the ozone layer
1: yeah <laughs> oh.
2: I already got one of those thank you it's a
1: plume of steam that's for our other show <laughs> sustainably <laughs> <There you go. laughs>
0: Uh, Chris. oh uh, I would want to probably write something about Max's time in the Dutch intelligence oh yeah what that would have been like in his training and what led him to be sort of this Really happy go lucky assassin. <laughs> it's fierce, it's fierce. You know, like, I think that'd be kind of like a fun little adventure.
1: <laughs> it started him off all like serious and shit.
0: <laughs> now that He's he
1: was
4: a Goldfinger or something yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, like he was always this happy. Gold member. <laughs> Gold member, yeah. So he was <laughs> always this happy go lucky. Kid, and then just sort of that personality mm. meshing in with <laughs> this assassin. His, his assassin sort of mentality. Yeah, that'd be interesting.
3: Yeah, Eugene. Um, I want to see continuing uh escapades with the group, but uh, uh Sherwood has, has moved on. He's because mm. he's only supposed to be with the group for a short period of time. Yeah, uh, he's going to have to show back up, like yes. they're gonna have to run into a situation and. Maybe maybe he has to come along to scan something. Yeah, and um, I thought, okay, well, you know, not to plan it all out, but we would need a, a new character to fill in, and it would be someone that's like, okay, well, I'm doing some other kind of research or whatever. And I thought maybe the twist on that one would be uh, the person who is who's filling in with them is actually the murderer or whoever it is oh, they're yeah. looking for. So you know, you know, that would be an interesting twist. But um, you know, seeing the team has has. Uh, is working a lot better you know they've they've gotten several you know, maybe year or so under mm. their belt or whatever and then having to having to do something that they have to pull the old team back together to mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on would be would be interesting so yeah he's training wasps
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> just different enough
0: to...
3: uh... i don't think you can train wasp like... no they're assholes <laughs> yeah that's nature's asshole
0: it's
1: it's like a cat it's cats with wings, cats right? with <laughs>
0: wings.
1: <laughs> um for myself uh, I thought about the origins of max I thought they'd be really cool mm-hmm. I love that they're a mystery though and and I would hate for that to be explained uh just because I love he's so crazy that he like he throws these crazy theories at all the time and I love that he stops himself at one point where he's like I've gone too far <laughs>
2: <laughs> home ownership is it's all a big hoax yeah then why do you own your house i want them to know i'm on it yes (laughs) three computers i mean come on
1: (laughs) yes the one yeah anyway um so i i thought about that one and then uh what i actually picked was i i'd flesh out cap a little bit more uh and then what i you know maybe he was bullied as a kid and it's kind of why he's learned he's a bit of a prick because of that uh and then i thought well how much fun it would be that he's actually like a batman character and so this huh. is persona that he does for you know the and he puts on the show but he's actually one of the he's a great detective
2: he's actually sloan
1: <clears throat> sloan is a drone no it's <laughs> no, <Sloan's> an alien <laughs> um but yeah i thought it'd be fun that he's he's actually you know because it's fan fiction who gives a shit That'd so he's i yeah. <clears throat> yeah and that's his facade so Um, all right. So we did touch on, uh, magic 2.0. Um, and so the, the question I threw it for the group was, how would you link this book to magic 2.0 or would you even do that? And, uh, and so Sean, I'll start
4: with you on that one. I, I probably wouldn't do it. I would leave them separate. Having almost identical voices is close enough, (laughs) but no, the stories hold well on their own. Um, and uh, there's there's too much potential to screw up either one of the series, so yeah, yeah I keep them separate.
3: Fair enough. I agree. I'm just going to jump in and say I agree. Yeah. I I would. I don't know if I'd want to see the I don't, this chocolate and peanut butter are fine by themselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair enough.
1: Same.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, I don't think I'd mix worlds.
0: Yeah.
1: No, I agree. I agree. Well, are I'm going to go out. I'm going to go in the uh, and and just disagree a little bit. I would love, especially if there was a TV series on this one, I would love for them to just hint that it's in the same world. So you don't see any of the main characters from Magic 2.0, but you do see Miller and Murphy in some aspect or you see that there's missing persons of of the actual uh main characters from Magic 2.0. Right? There's, you know, a report saying this person's been missing for x number years and yeah little easter eggs little easter eggs that would be fine yeah but that's so far as I would go I I wouldn't go any further
0: no 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 you wouldn't want to
1: um or or even like a report hey we got this report from Miller and Murphy we got to figure it out or something along those lines just just hints so
0: that would be acceptable honey okay okay (laughs) we accept your submission
1: Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) All right, so this is uh, the final question that I have for the group is uh, is casting. And and so I asked um, everybody to come up with, uh, would they make it uh, a movie uh, or or if they would be a Netflix or an HBO series? And then who would they cast in each of the roles for, for Rutherford, Sloan, Max, Cap, Albert, Professor Sherwood and Terry Wells? That's kind of the ones that we kind of came up with. If you didn't come up with all of them, that's great. If you did. Whatever you need. So uh, how do we want to do this? Do we want to do it each of us by each character or all of the list? I that. didn't
3: cast anyone. I'll be honest with you. I'm horrible <laughs> casting. The only one I could throw out. And I've got to look for it here in a second. So just. to <laughs> do it, casting. it? my favorite question.
0: Really? I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. This is mine too. Yeah, just do the whole. Do the whole, whole
1: cast thing? List. Okay, that sounds yeah. good. Jen, did you come up with any?
2: Yeah, I got some. Okay. I mean, I've got somebody for each one that. May or may not be good, but
1: <laughs> we'll find out. <clears throat> you can so, what go do we ahead. decide?
2: Are we going yep. one by one, we'll or the
1: whole, your whole list?
2: Okay, should I go first? Yep. yep. Okay, so um, I have. Who should I start with? Um, let's start with Max. I'm seeing Max as like a Liam Neeson character because <laughs> 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 he he is good cop bad cop in Lego Movie. That's true. so he can be that friendly, jovial, mean guy. Um, also, he can kick ass, and he can. I could just see him doing it with a smile on his face, like, Hey, how's it going? You know, he just needs to change his accent up a little. Um, for Sinclair, I don't know, I'm seeing as someone kind of goofy, like TJ Miller.
0: Oh, lord, yeah, he, could be, he could be like
2: confused and funny and goofy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Professor, <laughs> I have Terry Crews. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Terry Crews.
2: He just seems like he could get real serious about the bees, you know, like bees. <laughs> like, Release the bees. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
4: yeah, but then
2: he's also like this really deep, insightful guy. Yeah, he's played characters like that. Um, I
4: so just see squirt, him with a little squirt bottle, <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> right? Isn't
1: he just I'm like allergic to bees? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, for Sloan, we don't really see her, so I don't think casting someone would be w- would make a difference. But if we do a flashback, I'm seeing like a J-Law character, you know, badass female oh. has attitude.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, or backstory yep. series, you know, yep. something. Um, what's the supervisor's name?
1: Terry yeah. Well. Terry.
2: Terry. Well. So I'm thinking like Taraji Henson. Oh, oh yeah. I, she gets really she can be really mean and she can be like you know really sweet when she turns it on and you know uh so yeah that's who i pick for her uh albert donald glover oh yeah that's- <laughs> she's kind of been that like disorganized <clears throat> disheveled you know smart guy and um mm-hmm. the martian was it right yeah, or, yeah. yeah the so yeah he kind of plays that character and then for cap i don't know someone that could play a good asshole like i don't know dustin hoffman or oh yeah i i, I couldn't think yeah. yeah yeah i also was kind of thinking morgan freeman but you know cuz he can do both mm-hmm. and not so mean but i don't i don't know if i want to you know see morgan freeman in that light cuz i like him and his voice <laughs> anyways so that's what i got
1: he played the asshole before so
2: he has yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I like that cast. That's good. That's a good one. So, uh, HBO uh, movie or oh, Netflix?
2: I'd say Netflix series. They could mm-hmm. they could do a lot of stories. <laughs> I think what we saw was one episode, and then we could see like a lot more goofy. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, right. spinoffs.
2: I don't know about director. I don't really.
0: No, no, no I don't oh, we're, I don't need to
2: go that
1: far. So, uh, um, Eugene, did so? You said you had one that you
3: were thinking of. I only had only one person like jump to mind. Um yeah. And uh, I would choose, I would uh, cast Chi McBride for uh, Professor Sherwood. Oh yeah. Um, I I could see him, you know, playing that role of, you know, a, a little bit. You know, he can be a little bit gruff, but for the most part, you know, he's just kind of not arrogant. But you know, his he, when he gets his mindset, like that's mm-hmm. it. You know, the, and I'm sure the bees <laughs> will be vindicated. Yeah. Um. That was the only casting, and as for the other part of the question, um, definitely a Netflix series, and I see it just the opposite. Uh, the first book is the first season, like, an episode is going to go visit the, the 20-something-year-old uh comedian or whatever, and having to deal with him and oh all of the insanity that goes such... with them, and yeah, yeah. yeah. so. Uh, but yeah like I said I'm horrible at casting and like but that was the only one that popped in my mind I was like I think he would be good for this role. So Who would like we cast
2: guy. as that guy? The douchebag comedian.
3: Jack Black.
2: No because he's young. <laughs> he's in his 20s. <laughs> Aspiring <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, you'd have to find someone. Pete I didn't da- think about those Ed characters? Pete Davidson. Who's that? He's uh, on SNL. He was the one that was briefly engaged to Ariana Grande.
3: Okay. Him. I think I know who you're
0: talking
3: about, yeah. Yeah, him. yeah, I could
0: see him. Yeah,
3: that'd be good. Yeah. Well, I'm,
1: I'm going to jump in here and do mine, uh, because I'm really looking forward to Sean and Chris's. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> got to make you wait just a little bit more. Uh, so, for Rutherford, I picked uh, he, one of two. I couldn't figure, but Freddie Highmore, who was the kid in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, he's a bit older now. Huh. He could pull off that, like, he's small and slender. And, uh, Is he still so,
0: doing stuff? Yeah, yeah, he has that a show, he uh, where he plays an autistic doctor. I can't yeah. remember
1: what it's called.
4: Oh, yeah, the Good Doctor.
0: The Good oh, Doctor. Oh,
1: yeah, okay, I know yeah, what show you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So a bit older, but he can still play that young guy. So. Yeah, he's
0: got a young face. Uh,
1: and then the other one that I picked was Harry Styles. Now he's a bit taller than I would want. Uh, he's from Dunkirk, uh, and then One Direction. One Direction. One that direction. Guy. Uh, But he's a very slight frame, and I, you know, it's. It's so, uh, when, when a book mentions how the person is physically, uh, in, I find it very important, especially in this story. So, um, I kind of wanted to stick to that. And and with him having that slight frame, uh, still being able to do action movies, I thought that would be kind of a good one. Uh, Sloan, I picked uh, Monique uh, Gannerton, and she's a Canadian uh, stunt actress um she's done multiple movies she's done uh the um uh, uh yeah i i have i'm drawing a blank but she's done pretty much any movie any action movie right now that has a female uh lead or or even a female action star in it she's in it um you can look her up she has a very she's tall she's about 5'11 uh, but, and I, I, picture Sloan as a very slender person. And I was trying to tell Chris, I picture her slender, not because of, you know, first of all, in the book, all the guys are looking at her. So that's one thing. But, um, the other thing is, is that, uh, because of her condition, she obviously can't eat very much. And so, uh, you know, well, she, and because of her accident, I figured she's got a very slight frame as well. So that's why what I What was picked, her last name? <clears throat> uh, Gannerton, uh, g a n. D e r t o n. Um,
2: okay, I'm looking.
1: Yeah, out. yep. For sorry. Max, uh, Yorick van. You had to pick that dude. Yes, then. I did. You can't uh, pronounce it. Anyway, this guy's from um, the the girl with the dragon tattoo. The reason why I picked him was oh, because. Wait a second. He yep. Sorry.
2: I gotta jump off. Sorry.
1: Okay. Uh, so the reason why I picked him. Uh, he's from the girl with the dragon tattoo. Um, the reason why I picked him was because he is Dutch, and mm-hmm. I thought that would be, you know, he could—he's got the accent already. Uh, but he's done an action film as well, where I can't remember the name of it, but it's a Dutch movie, and he—he's a little overweight. He's a little. You know, he's got a beard and stuff, but man, he goes into a kick-ass mode where he beats the shit out of somebody. And so I I thought uh, he could pull that off really well.
3: Yeah, I mean, they describe him as Santa Claus before he let himself go, so that Mm -hmm. sounds perfect. Yeah, so uh,
1: Cap, I picked Jeremy Piven, who's from Entourage uh he's the uh area gold or is that airy gold anyway complete asshole and he pulled it off so well because he's a bit of a
0: dick in real life
1: that's what i've heard <laughs> <laughs> um albert I, I went with a bit of a, a gender swap with albert um i picked uh Shiro, shiori uh katsuna she's from deadpool 2 she's the high wade okay yeah <laughs> oh, yeah yeah, yeah. So I picked her. I I thought it would be good to just change it up a little bit there. Um, I could see her being a tech wizard and her just kind of tying into that. And I thought that'd be kind of a fun character to add to this one. So um, Professor Sherwood, I had Danny Glover. (laughs) I'm too old for this shit. That's all I (laughs) could picture. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) Just walking around with like, you know, his little wand and... He's waving it over. Oh, I see what you have in your pocket. Mm.
2: <laughs> but he was older, right?
1: Yeah. Maybe? Well, that's why I picked Danny Glover. Not... Oh,
2: Danny Glover. Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah he'd be good, too.
1: Uh, yeah, and that's why I picked, though. I thought it'd be fun to see him just... You could almost picture him in a walker for Cranial <laughs> <laughs> Uh Terry Wells, I, I went with um, Nia Long, and she's from... I don't know if you remember her. She's from Fresh Prince. I wanted to pick somebody that could flash a smile that, you know, is dangerous. And she does that very well. <laughs> so, uh, she's the one that, um, yeah, she's the, the girlfriend of, uh Will, uh, Will Smith for a bit. So, uh, and then what I did was it, so because Disney plus is coming out, uh, Netflix needs a real big hit. And I thought this could be their big hit and, uh, they're going to need a series to kind of help them out to keep subscribers. So I wanted to pick Netflix for their uh, for them to pick it and uh, make a series, and I thought that would be kind of a fun one. So let's go ahead. Me, we're um, gonna make Sean just wait a little okay.
0: bit. Okay. Right? <laughs> uh, so for Rutherford, um, I'm like, right, If so if an author has gone out of the way to um, mention. Uh, the character's height and build more than one time. It's obviously kind of an important character feature. Uh, so for me, he had to be short dude. Um, so I picked Daniel Radcliffe or Tom Holland. Mm. Kind of leaning more Tom Holland because he's got that baby face, but he's um, you know, he could chase somebody down. For Max, I picked Christoph Waltz because, I mean, it's Christoph Waltz. How could he not? It, it just, this, he's got such a charming face, but He's played some really, really shitty people. So, you know, he's, he could pull it off. Uh, for Sloan, um, like Ray said, I picture her as being slight because she's got the prosthetics and not being able, probably not really being able to eat a whole lot of, of food just based on her injuries. Yeah. yeah. And that I pictured uh, Zoe Saldana or uh, Gal Gadot just being kind of leath looking um, And then Cap, I picked Patton Oswald, just because... <laughs> Patton Oswald would be a hilarious Cap. Yeah, it would Cap. be great. Yeah, he'd be really good. Cause, cause again, yeah. turn on that yeah. charm, but he can look at you and basically tell you to fuck off with his eyes, right? <laughs> um, and then for Albert, I did a gender swap, and I picked Palm Clementif, and she played Mantis. So, oh, okay. Yeah. And she's also Canadian. (laughs) Uh, For Professor Sherwood, the moment I heard uh, Luke Daniels' version of Professor Sherwood, all I could think of was Kinsley Shacklebolt from Harry Potter. (laughs) So that's all I had in my head. Uh, So the actor's name is George Harris. He's just this kind of big, imposing black dude who's got this really deep voice. Um, And then for Terry Wells, I picked, um, I'm going to screw up her last name. Her name is Denae Gurira. And she played the, um, I think she was in The Walking Dead. And then she also played the head of the army in um, Black Panther. I just thought she was super badass. Oh, but okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, she's great. Yeah, so I thought to, she was pretty awesome.
1: Yep. So that's it. And Netflix series, HBO. Oh, or... Netflix series,
0: obviously. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Movie would not be enough. <laughs> just like this one book is not enough. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
4: All right, Sean. I'm excited to hear this one. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, first off, I'd start off with Netflix series 100%. Um, with so much potential. Yeah. Come on,
2: Netflix. Get together. on it.
4: Yeah, come on. They might be. Who knows?
0: <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. um, so Sinclair, Rathbat, Elijah Wood. Yeah, I was
0: thinking about yeah, him that'd too. Be good. Yeah.
4: Only thing I have. A, A little bit of a problem with is Elijah Woods already done a series like this on Netflix? Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. Mm -hmm. Okay. Guys have seen it.
3: No, heard of it. I haven't seen it. No. Okay. I've heard it's good.
4: Yeah, it's excellent. It's pretty out there. Um, but he he can pull that character off perfectly. He has the right body frame for it. Mm -hmm. Has great facial expressions. Mm Mm-hmm. Those
0: giant eyes.
4: He'd yeah. um, He would have a hard time looking like an asshole. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have John Cusack.
0: Ah, ah, yeah. He'd be a good cap. Yeah.
4: Mainly picked him. Uh, like, he he has a dick face sometimes and all <laughs> that. But he can be smiling a but he's about the right age, too. Just from what they're talking about, the tech era and stuff mm-hmm. like that he might be a little bit young but throw some gray in his hair and he'll be good but he's got that manic um, acting ability and yeah. I, I see that in the story with Vince oh. um, Terry I Wells see I see his
3: shirt that. with his face on it and it just says <laughs> he has a dick face dot 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 sometimes <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, Terry Wells I had Zoe Sedell, and, Um I think she would be Really good for that role, because she's Mm -hmm. also about the right age, have kids, um, and a magnificent actress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Megan Sloan, I just put, have a petite actress that is an amputee. Why why, uh, cast someone that isn't an amputee in that role? Make it an amputee, but yeah. A small frame,
0: best,
4: mm-hmm. and then have like the voice of Siri or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, voices where you could really have a little bit more fun with it. Um, Albert, I used Ezra Miller.
0: Oh, he'd be good, Albert. Flash. Yeah, he can, yeah.
4: I can see him when he's acting on it because even in the Flash, he's almost like a big kid, and I really got that from albert in the show or the, yeah. in the book Max, i got rutger hauer
0: you were thinking of them of i was too. yeah i yeah. was the
4: first actually of all of them well no i got elijah wood first but her was my second one
0: mm-hmm.
4: of, he has the accent already yeah oh mm-hmm. beard on him he's badass still he
1: looks good with a beard
4: <laughs> i can just see him telling those stories it was like, oh, yeah, that's an easy one. And yeah. Professor Sherwood, I have LeVar Burton. Oh. oh LeVar Burton me. would be pretty good.
2: Yeah, that's um,
4: good. That's a good one. The one, because there's uh, he's, uh, Watson in Star Trek TNG in a couple episodes. Yes, he does. Him kind of doing that thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, LeVar Burton yeah. makes everything better.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I agree.
1: I like
4: that one too You can learn something too We could have a book or something at the end of it
1: <laughs> A book about bees I,
4: I really I, I should have done all the, the extra characters because there really isn't that many characters in this series No there isn't Yeah, I also didn't actually listen to the book up until like a few days ago so I didn't have a lot of time
2: So who would be the killer?
4: Oh.
0: am
2: serious stoic guy Uh, tyler really mean looking well really i don't
1: know i i see him as an imposing here too right like he's a taller
0: yeah all i kept i just thought of tom heddleston it's a good one a little
3: little bit crazy yeah 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 But i just love that i love that scene where they're they they finally drop the hammer on him
4: Mm -hmm. the back and
3: forth and then once Mm -hmm. again Sloan with the best comment, this is great. You're doing all the work and I'm gonna get all the credit. And of course, yeah. he, he looks back at her and
2: I was convinced for a while that the that guy and the wife were having an affair and Me too. maybe they were yeah, in on it together. Yeah. And yeah, and then I thought maybe it was the interior designer because he went he started going that route. And yeah, I obviously am not a good detective, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know what though that's that, I think that was the point is you didn't know yeah. who it was going to be right there's and that way they had enough enough people to question yeah. but the time that they ended it all uh, and they wrapped it all up you you saw exactly where it all went so.
2: but i did get the feeling that that conversation was going to have a part later cuz it seemed so innocuous and just like like the point they were trying to make was that he couldn't do his job and take it seriously and just focus but i kind of thought eh, that's probably going to come back later and it did just and, in a different way
1: yes yeah and it and it did it just not the way that people were suspecting which just yeah
2: can right. i switch out one of mine real quick um yeah. as y'all were talking i'm thinking donald gleason would be a good sinclair because
0: oh i love oh i have such a crush on donald gleason. so do i oh he's, and so he's irish. irish i love him <laughs> like yeah. stupid inappropriate yeah, I just do. It's everything about Donald. He's on, he's like at the top of my list. Right. That.
1: Oh, he's on the list? Okay. I, I need to know that he's on the list. The
0: list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that list.
3: You have to declare the list
0: beforehand. Like you can't, yeah.
2: You right. can't change.
3: Right. You know, substitutions was... can be made, but there needs to be at least a 40 hour eight. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 24 hour. I'll get 24
1: hours. 24 hours.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> right on. Does anybody have anything that we haven't touched on in the book that they wanted to talk about? Because I I really enjoyed this one, and I want to make sure everybody gets
0: uh... – go ahead. One thing. Yeah.
2: So I was a little disappointed that we didn't get to see Sinclair um, show up, those two asshole detectives, in the beginning. <laughs> Oh like, yeah, I would really like that. I thought for sure when he got this job there was going to be a scene where he ran into them again yeah. and they just totally got shut down and treated like shit like they treated him and didn't see it happen and I was a little upset about yeah. that.
3: So. Sequel. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: I was kind of wondering about uh in like a sequel about the relationship between Cap and Sloan. I'm kind of leaning towards Father Sloan was, like, either a family member of Cap or help Cap or they were friends when they were younger or something like that. Because he designed this whole or built this whole team around Sloan. Yeah. yeah. And that's something I'd like to kind of explore.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a big piece of information. So,
4: hopefully mm-hmm. he... It seemed like it at the time. Yeah. Yeah, to be, I'd be
1: curious to talk at least talk to Luke about that. Or to Luke Scott. Scott.
3: Another question
2: <laughs> yeah. for the author, yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. At least, yeah. At minimum, she at least <clears throat> has to be a friend or something, because
4: mm-hmm. it's you know, yeah, they, like she's a brilliant detective in her own right, ran up the ranks and all that. Well, he was also brilliant in creating the software and stuff like that. So it wouldn't be too far out of the realm of possibility that they were family members. Yeah.
2: Well, what if she was he was like a victim in that accident that she was in, or you know, he was connected to one of the cases she had and he she saved him
1: or something. That would be mm-hmm. kind yeah, of Yeah, that could be yeah. you know what? I I, I could see that.
0: But yeah. there's definitely a strong connection.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: See, we're we're feeding the
2: the sequel <laughs> you know story already.
1: <laughs> That's right.
3: That's right. Okay. Well, does anybody have anything else to add?
0: It's a good book. Besides mentioned. going
3: through individual scenes, no.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and you know what? I We could spend hours going through every scene and everything we loved. Uh, and I'm sure we will discuss that uh, maybe on back channels or uh, on other times. But uh, anyway, I, I hope you guys um, uh, really enjoyed uh, the book. I hope that you guys enjoyed the new format. It, it's a little bit different than what we normally do. Uh, just trying on a new hat, seeing how things go. If you liked it and you actually did enjoy the new format, let us know. Uh, you can you can give us a five star rating. Make sure that uh, you hit it on wherever you're watching, uh, and uh, wherever you're watching or listening, because we are on YouTube, <laughs> um, as well. Um, the five star rating helps because it gets us out there, and uh, and it helps uh, kind of spread the word. And I'd love to spread the word on this book because uh, I'd love a sequel. So
2: <laughs> selfishly, I would like you to.
1: <laughs> That's right. So, um, the you know we are part of a, a bigger network. Uh, we are part of Epically Geeky, uh, and uh, we do have um, an Epically Geeky show coming up this weekend uh we just recorded a sustainably geeky uh last night last night, last night so night. Uh, coming out what later this week
2: should yeah once i get it edited and
1: okay right on so yeah right on look for that to be coming out soon too um sean i i'm gonna start with you on this one but i i have a question first of all are you reading anything lately
4: i'm still going through battlefield earth I've forgotten how long that book is. i loving it, and uh, I think I'm almost done. This is like my third time through it, but it's been several years, so I highly recommend it if you have a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> how long is and, it? Uh, um, if you're listening to it. 48 hours, Holy fuck! Um, Holy it's by an entire ensemble, so it's not one person reading it, it's, it's got a huge cast, it actually won a lot of awards, um, but the story goes on and on and on, like the main, what you thought was like the main story is only like part one of like four, so it's, uh, it, it's really good, and it doesn't drag you into Scientology like everyone keeps saying. But uh, (laughs) Eugene gets me here. L. Ron Hubbard wrote the book is the creator of Scientology. But uh, Mm -hmm. it is an excellent read. Um, I read the book itself and also listening to it on Audible right now. He may back up speed a little bit to get through it a little faster. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm listening to right now.
1: Right on. And where can we find you?
4: In your shadow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I do cast a large shadow, so. Oh,
4: God. Come on, Epically Geeky, on every now and then, and uh, yeah, look for me on Facebook or whatever. I'm around. <laughs>
3: Right on. in Canada <laughs> in Canada somewhere <laughs> uh Eugene uh are you reading anything lately um i've actually had uh because of all of the uh work on the floors i have been rereading a ton of stuff i won't go through all that stuff but the new things that i read um a while back i read um two of the three books of a uh, Stephen King series it's kind of a small trilogy uh the first one was Mr Mercedes it's about a guy that um, um, he he takes a car and, and kills a bunch of people waiting in line at this um, uh, uh, job fair and gets away with it essentially and after the head detective retires, he like contacts him and he's like, you know, well guess what asshole, you're, you didn't catch me, so I got off scot-free and it gives the detective a reason to, to live again, like literally it talks about he's sitting there like playing with a gun, just watching television and he's like, I don't have anything else to live for. And now he's like, no, screw it. You are not getting away. Um, the second ser- the second book ties a little bit into it. It's almost like he had another story going and just kind of tied it into this one. The second one is uh, Finders Keepers. And then the, I would read both of those a while back and I don't know why, something just snapped in my head. And I was like, I don't think I ever read the third one. Well, sure enough, I hadn't. And so I finally read um, End of Watch. And um, it's not bad for, a, it's just kind of a little mini- Stephen king trilogy so uh i i like Stephen king's writing um but and i and i enjoyed it so right on. and where can we find you oh let's see here you can find me at epically geeky uh you can also find me on the Marginally geeky show uh you can also find me at a booth at uh, egx which is happening may 17th through the 19th at yeah, you uh,
1: can. central <laughs> texas
3: college uh seriously if on you're, sale
1: right now tickets Killeen, are texas. on
3: sale <laughs> uh you can go to uh epically geeky and get uh click the link there to get to the tickets or you can look up uh uh epically geeky expo and that should take you there as well um and then as always you can follow my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus gene uh it's been nothing but flooring stuff (laughs) yeah but uh i'm about to switch back over and hopefully uh finish up some other projects like my uh Proton pack that's literally sitting right here. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, Adventures in adulting.
3: Adventures (laughs) in adulting, yes. (laughs) Right on. Well,
1: and the the floors do look good. Yeah, they look great. Thank you. Yeah. Jen, what have you been reading lately?
2: Okay, so I wasn't on last month, and I don't remember if I've already mentioned at least one of these books. So uh, in February, I listened to Becoming by Michelle Obama. Which is awesome. And she narrates it and it's inspirational and just great. Um, and I also listened to Born a Crime by Noah Trevor. Oh. Trevor Noah. I keep doing Trevor that. Noah. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor Noah. Yeah. I keep switching his both first names. So, uh, hilarious read. Very quick. Like, I don't know, under 10 hours. Maybe even 5 or 6. Um, but he narrates it, of course. And it's, it's a little sad at times because it's about his childhood growing up and some of the stuff he went through. But you know he infuses humor into it um and his voice is just great
3: so mm-hmm. i so wanted to jump um, in there and say so it just proves that his old man was a dummy <laughs> <laughs> cuz he has two first names
2: <laughs> <laughs> right sorry um and then i actually have already finished next month's book i kind of read them backwards cuz i had already started on that when i suggested it and then we picked this one so i'm i've got a head start um so yeah that's what I've done. I've set a goal for myself this year to read at least or listen to at least two books a month. and Knock on wood, like so far I'm meeting that. But um, we'll see what April holds because <laughs> I haven't started any. So, Yeah. And you can find me online at Epically Geeky. Uh, here, of course, Marginally Geeky and Sustainably Geeky, our newest podcast on the channel. Um, I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Het's Gonna Be Me. And guess what? It's almost May. <laughs> so I'll be making that joke quite a bit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right on. Right on. Do you want to go next? Uh
0: yeah. I am reading uh The Minimalist Home by Joshua Baker. Uh spring's coming up. And we're gonna be spring cleaning, babe. Oh god, guys. So,
2: so
0: it's exciting for you guys. Yeah. It's actually a really <laughs> great kickstart because um, you know, you you fill the space you have and we even though we don't live in a very big space, we've managed to fill it and some of the things <laughs> are, you know, not needed. So just going through it, um and cleaning it out and just sort of revitalizing my my belief in minimalism and, and yeah, and it's really easy and a really easy read and it breaks it down and it's it's uh yeah it's good and then you can find me here at marginally geeky epically geeky sustainably geeky and on instagram at cedar birch cottage
1: very good uh right now i'm reading um uh, this team is ruining my life but i love them anyway uh, by steve dangle (laughs) uh it's all about the leafs it's about him and and it's about his rise from uh from being just like a college student and and how he got into YouTube, uh, becoming a YouTube star, uh, at least uh, a little bit of a grown one. He's almost at 100,000 subscribers. and and it's about his journey through that uh it's it's pretty fun uh and the cool thing is that he's actually doing a book signing um near near us in uh, on friday he's been doing a few different uh, cities but uh so we are actually going to take off and go see him on friday uh to try and meet him and see if i can get my book signed so that'll be kind of a fun one so uh yeah, you can find me here, uh, epically geeky as well as uh, sometimes sustainably geeky. and I hear we have an upcoming episode that I might be interested in. so yeah, Chris next one. Taught, mm-hmm. Chris mm-hmm. talked me into that one. so mm-hmm. I'm gonna join the join that uh, that group, which will be fun. Um, so yes, again, if you've if you've listened to the book, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. If you've listened to this episode, I, I hope you enjoyed it. Again, we just tried something different. So if you did like the differences, send in your answers to the questions that we asked Uh, we'd be really curious to uh to read your answers uh and then maybe we can actually uh, read those out uh during another episode sometime so that'd be kind of fun uh thank you all for listening and uh, i hope you guys have a great night
0: bye